Bree Dedina, your spiritual life coach. This is the Beyond Grounded Podcast. Our goal is to help you overcome those paralyzing roadblocks by discussing life experience and connecting you with your universal team. Welcome to the Beyond Grounded family. Hey everyone, welcome to Beyond Grounded. I'm your spiritual life coach, Brandi Dino, and I'm super ecstatic to introduce you to the two amazing guests today, Mandy and Shanna from Sense of Soul. This incredible duo embraces and radiates out into the world their trusted faith of all that they've experienced in life that led them to their true self of today. Mandy and Shanna's hearts long to offer support, encouraging advice, and assurance to others who are also on their journeys through their Sense of Soul podcasts and blogs, healing sessions of Reiki and meditation, and inspirational fulfillment hugs through their Aurora, Colorado's first mobile boutique. Welcome, Sense of Soul, to the Beyond Grounded, and thank you so much for sharing your time and hearts with us. Oh my gosh, that was beautiful. Well, I thank you, because that's how I feel. Like, I'm like, I really do. I feel that about that. You two are amazing, and just the energy that you vibrate out. So that's, that's it. precisely, I'm glad, that, I'm glad that that touched your hearts. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it totally did. Can you repeat the part about the hugs? What, how did you word that? That was so beautiful. Oh, I said the inspirational fulfillment hugs through Aurora, oh, Colorado's first it. mobile boutique. Oh, love it. Yeah, I love that too. <laughs> well, I'm going to be honest with you. When I looked at your mobile boutique, I've been going through such a, a retouching about the feminine side of me, and it was almost like I could start like taking layers off just by looking at what you guys offer, whether it's in your home or on your body, or you know, crystals and rocks that you could wear or just have, and it just was like helping me want to bring out that that guarded feminine side of me. Um, so that's, it's, it's perfect. <laughs> that's awesome. Mandy and I carry in our truck all the things that we love and all the things that have helped us along our journey. Like everything in there has a story of why it's in there. Perfect. I'm so excited. And yeah. I'm, and like and I love, thank you for sharing that feedback because that's, you know, that's just another reason why we do it and so thank you for sharing that that's so i'm so glad that you found that just by looking at the truck um we feel like our truck is guarded and we took a lot of time with you know coming up with the wrap that we put on it with the affirmations and it's funny i feel like it's protected and it just it carries this amazing energy and during covid i even found myself sitting in it when I was feeling a little bit down about the uncertainty of our world, it's it's just a really cool. I'm so glad Shannon and I found found Shandy. Who we call her Shandy for Shannon and Mandy. <laughs> Perfect. It's definitely a blessed thing, and I'm excited. Um, as your website says, the adventure begins, and I'm so excited to give you guys, you know, both a chance to kind of give my audience a little bit about your background and the paramount moments that you had that during that time was just very difficult for you, but now looking back was a great catalyst to help you move you forward to becoming who you are today. And also I want to talk about how you two have connected through your life and then created this beautiful uh, sense of soul that, that wants to continue blessing others. It's kind of funny. Mandy and I have been friends since we were um, in high school young teenagers that both of our boyfriends were way older than us and we used to say that we were going to create an, a, a business you know we had this idea it was going to be S&M <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
God, that's funny. Anna and Mandy. <laughs> yeah. But we were really we were really good detectives. Of course, you know, trying to investigate whether our boyfriends were cheating on us, and that's what we were good at. <laughs> <laughs> but little, yeah. But little did we know, our past actually, you know, you know, stared away from those guys, and we ended up having children at the same time. So we've done we've gone through a lot of things in our life that have bonded us, you know, closer. And for my journey, how it started on its spiritual path and on spiritual awakening kind of happened when I became so sick physically with, like, fibromyalgia. I had headaches every day, severe anxiety. And all these things I ended up realizing were caused because I was an impact. Very true. Are you an empath, <laughs> Brianna? Do you know? Yes. I, I think I, a lot of us are empaths. Very much so. I think people kind of discredit that they say, oh, this person doesn't even have any emotions. And sometimes if they step back, they realize that they're actually very empathic internally and just doesn't display it outwardly, where other ones of yeah. us can be more pinpoint and open and honest about how we, we feel other people. That's how, like, I always tell people when God says that he made us in his image, it was energy meeting energy not necessarily body. Yeah. So, yeah. Of course, yes. And, and 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 just with that, and this is kind of off topic, but we have no gender, we have no political view, we have no race. You know, we're just souls. Correct. Originally, we're just energy, right? But I was I was working with people. I was a, I'm a massage therapist, and little did I know I was taking on everybody's symptoms because I had no protection. And even at home, my children, uh, my husband, everything, everything was sucking the life out of me, literally. And I, w I would go to, I would see a therapist. I thought, you know, therapy for, gosh, probably like six years. And we called it codependency is what we called it. <laughs> and also we called it fibromyalgia. We called it anxiety. We called it many labels. And along with that came lots of prescription medicine. Which actually just numbs, you know, the actual issue. Correct. Yeah, I agree with you. So now I don't feel anything, and I feel great. I feel better as long as I stay on medicine. But then there came a point where I felt so numb I couldn't feel anymore. I couldn't cry, <laughs> you know. I, it just was like I was like a zombie. And she's a crier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm a crier. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I, I decided one day, I, like, freaked out because even my memory, everything was just numb. And I went to, the, to my doctor. I went to my therapist, and I said, I want to get off all these meds, and I want to find out what it is that's causing all of it. Well, after a few more years of therapy and lots of exercises. They kept on telling me to practice mindfulness, meditation, which I was like, okay, you just told me I have ADHD, so I don't know how you think I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to break the logic to, you know, look at something on a different level. But yeah, I mean, you're telling me I have these things, I believe that I do, and the more I say that I have them, the more that I do have them. So I had to really break through that, too. But then one day, I had an amazing therapist who, coincidentally, Mandy has as well, <laughs> and she suggested that I stop saying I was codependent, and she said, look up the word impasse, and that was it. I was like, holy shit, 
I'm sorry. Should I have not said that? Honestly, I've said worse words in my life. I actually want to hug you that you're so laid back about it. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying there's a connection here between us. Thank you, Universal Team. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Mandy's might be a little worse. I'm just forewarning everybody. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I looked at the impasse. And I could find very little information, though, okay? But the information that I found, it related so much to me. And so I started to look deeper inside, um, started to realize that I had no protection. I started to meditate more in the morning. And with that, I had to make boundaries because I had been everybody's everything 24 hours a day. (laughs) For the first time in my life, I was like, I need this time for me. So I can't call you every morning and listen to you bitch about your life. And I can't do everything for you, children. You're going to have to do stuff for yourself now that you're 18. And, you know, I just started to have some self, um, how should I say this, like self-love, yeah. really, and started to really focus on me. And with that, I think, really became a journey of self-love. How did you get the strength to continue that? Because I know that, like, when you have that servitude in you, I, I have the same. I have the same connection with you on that. Where um, I have a, the t- tendency to want to help others far more than I want to help myself. And how, like, how did you gather the strength for to maintain that for you? Because I had no strength left. <laughs> because when you, I, I actually describe it as. And I really felt this way truly that I was spiraling out of control. When you have absolutely zero control over your actions, when the world is controlling every emotion, everything in your day, your schedule, when everything is around everybody else, you have no control of your life anymore. You have no self-regulation. Your life just spirals out of control. And that's where I was. And instead of just taking medication for it, I decided to seek inner work, and that is what worked for me. And as I did that, I started to awaken. I used to tell Mandy at the beginning of this journey, I feel so free. I felt so free. I was like all of these cords were being just cut one by one, and I could move freely within myself to discover what my purpose was. And just it was like a veil had lifted. And I could never go back. Perfect. Thank you so much. Because that's actually, you know, I always tell everybody, the universe brings you what you need. They, they don't ever fail you on that. And so yeah. it's, it's so nice being able to to be able to relate to you and what you're saying. Thank you for sharing in that. And it really is kind of a lone, lonely journey, which is why we end up creating a sense of soul. Because it's like you could only find very little information about empath. There's a lot more now today than there was back then. Like, many people didn't understand what I was going through. And lots of people didn't like it either. They were used to me giving, giving, giving. And I was demanding that I have time for myself for the first time because I needed it. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. So for me, I, I, I would think that the way I was able to continue the self-love path was once I found the self-love, that is the purpose of Sense of Soul. We believe that the solution to everything, codependency, addiction, um, 
you name it, anxiety, depression, it, it all starts with self-love, which is why we made that our very first episode. And for me, the way I continue to have that self-love was everything that Shanna just said, you know, putting myself first. But then also, as soon as I was able to align my integrity, which to me, integrity means my mind and my heart match, my actions and my heart match. When I was able to do that, and then I was able to um, set intentions and always check my intentions. And when those two aligned, it was like, there was no stopping me. I just got to this point where it was like, if my integrity and my intentions are exactly where they're supposed to be, and I know it, then that love for myself is unbreakable. And that's how it kind of continued for me. Does that make sense? Oh, perfect sense. Cause it's a beautiful blueprint for people to be able to like, a link with their five senses, I should say, where you could look at the fact as long as you have these things to kind of look back and go, oh, your integrity and your intentions, it's like, okay, that, that can easily put people's perspective in moving forward and, and feeling confident and not second-guessing their self. And it's more of a tangible feeling, not the way that you gave a blueprint of. Yeah, and you know, for me, it didn't start out as pretty. Just like Shanna said, these labels we give ourselves. So I gave myself this label that I was, you know, an addict. Um, now I'd like to say, you know, I'm, I'm recovered. And recovery for me is every day. Um, but I don't, that's not even who I am. It's just um, a chapter of the book that um, I have walked through. And for me, I had to just completely surrender. I, I, my alcoholism took me to an extremely dark place. It was probably close to what I can imagine hell being like. I felt like the devil had my soul, and I was um, self-hate to the point of not wanting to live. So for me, my journey started with, um, you know, recovery. A lot of the things that I've implemented into my life over the years, I got from, you know, AA, like surrendering, that I have to do different, I have to choose to do different, that I have to constantly, um, you know, have a journal about my attitude of gratitude and staying in a place of gratitude. I have to be willing to do the work, which, um, you know, I found at the beginning I was lazy and I didn't want to do the work. I want what I want and I want it now. Um, but I, I really just had to throw my hands up and surrender to the universe and, you know, then work on the self-love. And the self-love was where the shift happened for me. And when that shift happened within me, everything around me shifted as well. And that's when, you know, Shanna and I both felt free. She kept describing that word to me, and I was like, what does that even mean? I don't get it. But then when I felt it myself, it's just like she said, you, you had all these cords attaching you to trauma and events and people, and and it was like, I just, in my mind, I even wrote about it, where you can, I just saw myself twirling with no cords. It was beautiful. Maybe. What I found was really amazing, and I think Mandy and I both can relate, was that nothing really changed in my life. You know, my, I still had four kids. I still pretty much held the fort up by myself. You know, I still had the same jobs. At the time, I still was very much working for my dad and doing my own stuff. I was pretty busy. I mean, I was very busy. And I still had... You know, a partner who had alcohol issues, 
I still had Mandy who had alcohol issues, you know, nothing, which she didn't then actually, I'll take that back. But I still, I'm saying that everything around me that was problematic or needed me or I gave attention to and energy to, none of that changed. So that's what I found that was so interesting when people think, you know, I have to, I have to get out of this situation. Everything around me is negative and bad. Actually, no, it starts with them. If you change, then everything around you changes. Very true. I agree with that. It's all how you you you. work with your perception. It's so true. And also your protection, your boundaries, learning to say no because you have self-worth. All those actions, because I've always been a good, I've always been good at, this is what you have to do, giving good advice, all this stuff. But I never was able to actually put any of that in action for myself. Mandy used to tell me all the time, you know, you have to do the work, just like she just said. Or what other ones, Mandy, would you say to me? I hated all of them at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I, you know, I told her that you... It's a choice. You can stay sitting in your nice, nice, comfy shit, or you can freaking climb out. Like, we get really comfortable in the problem. You can climb out and get into the solution. It's a choice. And, you know, that's what someone said to me. And I have the type of personality where I needed people to hold me accountable and call me on my shit. And so I paid that forward to Shannon, and she freaking hated it. But now, <laughs> now she's like, thank you for that. Yeah, because the thing is, it's so easy to see it, um, how things could actually work out. It's, I read every book about boundaries and codependency. I mean, I could tell you them word for word. I could hold classes on them, but I hadn't actually used any of it for myself. I think maybe it was fear. Maybe it was, you know, that I didn't have enough self-love or self-worth to actually believe that I deserved that. So it all starts from within. And then from that, the awareness and being present for the first time in my life, seeing everything just right then and there, being here with both of you right now, not worrying about what I'm going to say next, not worrying about what I'm going to do later on today or what I freaking did right before you, I got on the phone. <laughs> so much, by the way. But just being present for the first time in my entire life, not even ever even knowing what being grounded felt like was probably, I'd say, number two next to self-love. I completely agree because I went from being extremely grounded to this part of my life being a lot more open of being in the moment, which is scary as all get out um, Mm -hmm. for me. Because I was that very, you know, Virgo type A, controlling, <laughs> perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm having like a really great like midlife crisis. Um, and I, yes. I thank my toddler. I had my miracle baby. He's two years old now. But um, so he, he's my, my greatest muse, I should say, in, in this painful adjustment of me just allowing my passion and my, you know, my intellectual status and that I, that I know that I have, but just being passionately in the moment and embracing and opening up my emotional side so I I appreciate that because you girls are quite I I love our energies together it's quite comforting and uh just allowing me just to flow with you (laughs) oh my god I love it too I'm totally vibing it right now I was actually just thinking that you have a very calm um voice you're also that your choice of words are very articulate um I'm enjoying this oh thank you you know when you were just do some meditation 
Seriously. <laughs> you know, I've, I've had people say, tell me stuff like this, and they're going, oh, I love the fact that you started podcasting, and I'm going, oh my gosh, the whole time I'm talking, going, am I coming in clearly? Can they hear me? Is there... <laughs> Remember how we used to hate our voices at first, Mandy? Oh my God, I couldn't stand my voice. I was like so annoyed. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I sound so manly. <laughs> all that, all that negative self-talk. Oh you know, my God, the limiting say, beliefs another, we have. Yeah. Um, another reason that I think is important um, to talk about, the reason Shanna and I came up with our sense of soul is because we felt so blessed and lucky to have each other when we were going through our awakening. Because I too was diagnosed with fibromyalgia, which I had a lot of trauma from um, having a near-death experience in 2013 that just spiraled me into this crazy, amazing spiritual awakening. But my symptoms were the same as Shanna. So it was like me and her. We were actually, we were, we were diagnosed at the same time. Oh, wow. Yes. And we were so lucky to have each other because everyone else around me thought I was a hypochondriac. Everyone else around me thought I was losing my shit. Everyone else around me thought I was crazy. I mean, I was experiencing weird noises in my ear. I was experiencing the joint pain. I was experiencing like this prickling feel. I mean, I could go on and on. We actually both had notes in our phones and would call each other and we use each other as um, each other's journals. And we were so lucky because if you didn't have that, and if you didn't have someone to bounce off of like what you're going through, I would have literally thought I was losing my mind. So her and I were able to like research together. And I believe that's a huge part of my journey is that I can't get enough knowledge. Knowledge and asking for help were huge for me. Those two things. I learned that asking for help is brave not a sign of weakness. And so I was able to start asking for help. And I was also, I started opening books. I started learning and I started unlearning what society and the world had told me. And in that, Shanna and I found that what we were going through was not negative. It was a beautiful, positive awakening. And we were so grateful that we were like, we have to do a podcast and get this out there so that if someone's going through it and they don't have a best friend like us, that they'll know that this isn't bad and that they're okay and they're not crazy. Amen, sister. I completely agree with you. It's, it's, when, you, when you really hit that level of connecting with your soul as well as the avatar body it picked, um, and you start like undoing the definitions that you're raised to believe is crazy or um, wrong, or, and you just allow yourself to kind of take in what you learned and start loving and showing yourself love back and appreciation for what your soul is actually learning on its journey. Uh, yeah, it it's amazing that you two had each other and that you two had that soul connection on such a deep level that you were you were by each other's side and and that now that you see that and you're giving it to other people in their journeys going okay don't give up because it's not wrong it's beautiful it's a powerful thing and you're still getting what it really was longing for that's that's amazing guys i definitely would like to share that during that time somebody had and i don't think i don't i don't think i've shared this on our podcast in a long time but Somebody had said to me, and it was kind of one of those questions that I never forgot that always stuck with me, that totally gave me a mind thought for like years. But they said, how much of what you believe in have you been told to believe in? And of that, how much have you actually experienced for yourself? And that, I mean, actually, I'm going to repeat it for you (laughs) so we can sit with it. How much 
of what you believe in in your life, whether it's believing in, you know, um, honey and your hamburger or whatever, or to your spiritual beliefs, how much of that have you been told to believe in and to like and to do? And of that, how much have you actually experienced it to be true? But you inside have that knowing and that connection too. Oh, that's beautiful. That actually brings tears to my my very like as I used to call myself quite a Spartan faced creature. You know, no. This world has molded us, you know, yeah. into what it thinks is, you know, right. And we miss the opportunity to experience things for ourselves, to learn things about ourselves and about the world and about people just based on conditions. Right when Shanna had told me that it was, I was struggling at the time with, um, I had experienced like crossing over during my near death experience and I saw this like other dimension and I knew it was true in my soul. Like my soul knew it was true. But once I woke up out of my coma and started sharing my story, I got a lot of people tell me it wasn't true. Oh, it was just you withdrawing from medications. Oh, it was just this. It was yeah. just that. And I started doubting myself. And then God really uh, tested me again, and and my marriage was struggling, and I I was struggling with trusting people, and I will say that what I realized in all of it is that I trust myself because because my the source my God is in me and and within me, so I trust me and I trust God and God is in every single one of us. You can call him whatever you want. You can say, you know, the source, whatever your yeah, God absolutely. is. Yeah. And when I was able to have that trust in myself, then I was able to step back and start unlearning all of those things and trusting those experiences I had versus what people were telling me to believe. I completely agree on that. When you experience it the way that you experience it in your near-death experience, or even the way Shanna is experienced in her spiritual connections and her learning from helping her body release and, and connecting more with her universal team, as I call them, which is God, our, our angels, our guides, our loved ones, um, because of the fact that I do have that mediumship with me that is close to my heart. To come outside to people who are very focused on the five senses, it is very hard to think that well, your experience is correct and right, but you have to, you just, you do, you have to start embracing where your peace truly sets. And if it's not setting because you don't feel like you're making someone else that you love or care about understand, but it is just in the feeling of what you've been through and what you've, you know, that our, our source, our God, Allah, Jehovah, whatever you want to call our source, yeah. <laughs> you know. It's one of those things where you have to really start refocusing on where your peace truly sets and then really stick by that. Yeah, I love what you just said. That it's not, and it's not our job to get other people to understand our experience. That's you know, and I kept running around trying to do that. So I love that you brought that up because it's not that it, it, that is not our job. We know our truth, and when you have that self love, you know it and you trust it. Even the five senses, like who limited us to five senses? Uh, you know, the limiting beliefs that we've been taught. I mean, they limit us. We are so far more complex and more capable than five senses. Very true. 
Yeah. You know, another thing that I think is important to talk about that led us on this beautiful journey is that when you quit resisting your purpose, because we all kind of have that little knock on our door, like, hello, hello, why do you keep putting me, you know, in the, in the back room? And we keep resisting it. Um, we always get guided back to it, and yep. these things will happen that you have to trust. Shanna, I think that you should share, if you don't mind, how you started getting into the crystals and the stones, because that story in itself is beautiful, how your passing of your father led you to where we're at now and aligned with your purpose. Yeah, my dad died, which I know, Brianna, I know your dad died um, not too long ago as well, so sorry to your loss. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. But that was a big one for me as well. My dad, and he was my my solid, um, you know, strength. Him and I were very close. You know, he was in my life on a daily, sometimes not of my choice. <laughs> but he, <laughs> sorry, and was the truth. Um, my dad had this little rock collection, and I, my uncle asked, does he still have it? And I said, yeah, he does. So I bring it upstairs, and it's like four of these kind of um, big drawers of stones. At the time, I just called them rocks. He's like, oh, they're so cool. I'm like, well, you could have them. You know, we don't, I don't, you know, I don't need any, I don't need stones, you know. And he's like, well, I don't think they'd let me take that on the airplane. And I'm like, Why? I'm looking in this thing, there's uranium, asbestos, Uh, (laughs) I'm like, wait a second, kid, I'm telling my children, like, wait a minute, don't play with the stones anymore, especially the hairy one. I need to do some (laughs) research on these stones. There was a rose quartz that I was very, very drawn to, and I just, for whatever reason, took it out of its tray and held it, and it did. It brought me peace. You know, I thought I was very connected to my dad, and I like pink, <laughs> whatever. I carried it with me for like a good year, not even knowing what I was doing. Right now, I would tell anybody who was grieving to go out and get a rose quartz. Oh, absolutely. Because, yeah, this is a stone that has a very soothing vibration. Yep, and it deals and with so, matters of the heart. Yeah, yeah. and it's, the, I mean, there's, they measure the um, vibration of these stones. This stone has a very medium, balanced vibration, not too high, not too grounded, just enough to bring you, like, that balance and comfort and, you know, a very calming energy. So little did I know, you know, I was having this metaphysical experience with this, these little stones from my dad's rock collection. <laughs> well, during my, I was picking Reiki, and during my um, Reiki 3, Reiki level three class, I, she said, you guys have to bring your own stones. We're going to do crystal grids. And I'm like, oh, shit, I don't have any stones, you know. I'm like, wait a minute, I do. Just not the uranium one. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to bring, you know, I wasn't going to bust out any of those powerful, you know, radioactive ones. You're like, we're going deep, let's but, bring this in. <laughs> but they, you know what, they, I, I remember calling my brother and going, you, you want these stones, you know, really thinking, God, I hope he doesn't, because I kind of like him now. And he says, no, you know, like, I don't want no stones, just give me the money. No, but I was like, 
this is the best. This is like treasure, like literally, right? I mean, it's priceless to me now. He has stones in there. I, there's no way I could even go and buy. Well, and I loved how, I mean, it, during your grieving, um, as you mentioned in another podcast, she started pulling these stones that were exactly for what she was going through. And then yeah. she started sharing them with me and <laughs> just started supporting the direction we were going and our purpose. And it was just like so many things like that happen when you become aligned with your purpose. They, they just, it's such a yeah, beautiful I mean, journey. Mandy, Mandy, would we have ever even started, you know, even extensive soul with selling gemstones had I not found my dad's little rock collection? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tell you everybody, know, the, the universe always aligns with uh, where you're at. So, and I love gemstones and crystals and even natural rock can just be so inspiring if you open your eyes to it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Shanna and I were kind of unfor- unfortunate, but for- fortunate. So another thing we always say is every lesson has a blessing, which is really hard to see when you're in the eye of the storm. You, you're like, really? There's a freaking lesson in this? If you tell me that, I'm going to punch you in your face. <laughs> very, yeah, your feelings are very different in experiencing the, the, the whipping around as opposed to like later down yeah. the road when you look back on, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> yes, but you know, the, the Shanna found the blessing in her father's death and I, you know, found uh, the blessing in my brother's death and I found the the blessing and the pain and trauma endured from my asthma attacks. I mean, when you're in these things, like I said, it's so hard to see those blessings. But in my life now, one thing I would want to share with your listeners is when you are in the middle of something extremely difficult, I just take a moment to breathe and you know, of course, feeling those emotions. And Shannon, and I did a podcast on, you know, healing and feeling your emotions. But I think what's important is that you also, I throw my hands up and I say, okay, I get excited now. I go, okay, what's the lesson going to be? Here I am. I'm your student, universe. All right. I, this sucks and I really freaking hate it. But I'm excited because I know it's going to take me to the next level of this amazing spiritual journey I'm on. So I just tweaked my personality. I'm like, or I mean my perspective, like, all right, this sucks, but here I am. I can't wait for the the blessing and it and the lesson in it. Teach me, teach me, teach me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, I'm opening my eyes. I'm giving you guys a chance because I really don't want to repeat this too many more times. I, <laughs> it's like, all right, like, yeah. get highlighted and get to the punchline quickly, please. <laughs> So it's interesting what can happen at any different time to help us relax, especially with me constantly wanting to control. <laughs> and they're, yeah. like, they're like, oh, no, embrace that air element, brand, Embrace it. Just go with it. And it's like, okay, I'm going with it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So when did you discover your abilities? Has this been something since you were little? Um. As I tell everybody, like, the side of me that, that loves to, to be connected to the other side has been my whole lifetime. Um, okay. since, since the moment I came into this world, I just felt very much connected to the other side. I saw a lot of, of the other, you know, the, the other side. Um, okay. 
good and you know positive and negative energy and then I kind of as I grew I, I changed it to where I feel energy first and I hear and that determines whether I allow whatever is there for me if I want to see it or not depending on how I feel about it oh um, I love that so that's just been my like my self-preservation however much like we've talked about um and you've you guys have talked about it was like trying to be open about it when you're little, it was easy, but then running into your, your, your parents or other loved ones in your life saying, you know, your imaginary friends or, you know, they, they want to like send you to church or pray for you because they're like, you know, I talked about a lot of the negative energies that I was seeing too, that, that they're like, oh, well, that was a nightmare. And it's like, uh, when you're little, you get, it's so hard to like be able to tell that it's a reality. So I went the majority of my life just holding it to myself. I just interacted with the other side. Um, I, it was easy because my temperament was very introverted. But as I'm also seeing, I'm a lot more becoming extroverted now that I've opened up and, and I'm shining the spotlight now to the side of me without having so much fear that it stifled me. But mm-hmm. throughout the years, I've always had, the universe always gave me somebody that was intrigued about what I was saying. And then they were really, really shocked about the things that I was being told or, or feeling about somebody on, on their energy level. But it wasn't until the last couple of years, especially last year and this year, that I've, I've decided that being a laboratory scientist fulfilled what it needed to fill as my self-preservation as well as helping my analytical side be fulfilled. But this mm-hmm. year I'm incorporating the fact that I miss being able to openly talk about what my soul loves to do. My soul loves to enlighten other people a little bit past their five senses. And even if they don't give it the same definition, their soul is naturally doing it without the attention that I give mine. Like, you don't have to sit there. I tell people, you don't have to sit there and constantly go, um, you know, who's talking to me or how am I feeling? If someone is on this journey of their lifetime where they're just experiencing with their five senses, it's not wrong for, for me to ever say anything to them. But I just also want to remind them, too, their soul's not letting them down. Their soul is constantly checking in with their universal team, their support system, their guides. Our loved ones are making connections to us, whether we're, our body's quietly, you know, dreaming so that we're not overthinking. Or, like, I just tell, I just tell people, it all depends on where, where you're being, your heart's longing to go with that aspect. Love it. Love it. It's a great message. So let's talk a little more about your your sense of soul and your podcast and your blogs and you know your you know Aurora Colorado's first mobile boutique and um and where do you where do you see it going and and your meditation and reiki classes and um I love how you talk about everything in your blogs from your you know Mandy your addiction with alcohol and your experiences and um you even talked about the loss of your your brother which was very touching to my heart considering that my brother and I are very close and I I couldn't even imagine like losing my dad was hard enough but I the day will come that one of us will transition I can't even fathom that day with my brother and I being 11 months apart the same age for 21 days um yeah so thank you for opening up about that on your on your you know your podcasts and yeah, you know, I'm 
It's interesting because when Shanna and I first started podcasting, her and I had two completely different um, views, and we were both raised differently when it comes to the word vulnerability. So I thought of it as a positive thing, and, and Shanna was like, wait, what? Heck no. If you're vulnerable, it puts you in a state of you know maybe being taken advantage of and whatnot. And so that was very interesting because um, – Shanna, I don't know if you see it, but Shanna, Shanna has become very vulnerable, and she has dumped her heart and soul into our website and to, into our blogs. And she, she doesn't share her personal experiences as much as I do. Her vulnerability comes from these writings that she gets from her guides and from above. And I mean, she just writes and writes and writes, and she can't stop, and she doesn't know where the hell it's coming from. And then I'll read it, and as her best friend, I'm like, where the hell did that come from? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, even when even when I reread it, because we just switched our website host. We switched over from where I was doing a shit ton of fucking work in the back end to, oh, yay, Squarespace is amazing. They do everything for you. <laughs> and when I was moving over all of these different things I had wrote, I was like, where the fuck did that come from? That is some good shit. <laughs> Don't you love when you inspire yourself? <laughs> but it's true, though. I would, when I would meditate, the only time I could do it is in the morning because I would get those kids off to school or just very small periods of alone time in the morning outside, and I would just meditate. And after I would, I would journal, and it just was coming out. It was, I was channeling all of this information, this, I, it was really like infinite knowledge that I don't know where it was coming from. It was coming from within. And sometimes it wouldn't even be from me. And that's what was getting confusing because I'm like, wow, why did I just write about this? It really doesn't apply to me. Well, maybe it applies to somebody else. So I'll just put it on the website. You yeah, know? So true. Because honestly, usually, that's that's what yeah. that's the the beauty of our souls is, you know, we're all so connected. We're connected whether we're in our avatar bodies or we're connected when we're transitioned outside of them. But we're all mm -hmm. still connected. So that's that's the beautiful picture of you looking at it, going, well, you know, thank God you listened because you were like, hey, maybe it's for someone else. Let me just put it in there anyway. Because we all we're all yeah, so and connected. Ener energy. One thing I've learned through my Reiki journey, because I've gone through many journeys, but energy has no distance. You know, it's why we're so connected when we are watching something, you know, riots across the world or, you know, we're, we're seeing, you know, people suffer, you know, so far away. We can still feel it. And it has no distance. Very true. Yeah, I, I will tell you, uh, I kind of get those nudges to share. Shanna's comes out in writing. Mine comes out like if I'm sitting on an airplane next to someone, I, and I'm sure that you're the same with your um, your abilities, but sometimes I get these nudges where it's like, okay, fine, I hear you, I'm listening, I will talk to her, <laughs> and I have I have to strike up a conversation with the woman next to me, which I'm, I'm lucky because I'm very outgoing, and so it's not too uncomfortable for me, but I find that I'm being nudged to share messages so I believe my purpose is I'm a messenger and that's hey, my Mandy maybe maybe I should start like doing like little fold up like letters and notes and stuff like we used to do in class just write them out and like pass it over to the stranger <laughs> Shanna you might laugh about that Shanna but I've actually had to do that when I had to work past my fear of going what if they're scared and they look at me and pull out their bible <laughs> 
I started oh, off, yeah, I'm telling you. Water. I started oh, off with some God. little love notes there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just learned that I have to listen, and then that's that's it. I just have to leave it where it's at. Whatever their reaction is to it, that's theirs. I've got to learn to separate myself and go, okay, I listened. I, I shared my story with her. I don't know why you asked me to, but I did, and now it's theirs to take from it what they want. But n never have I gotten, like, some, you know, somebody, like, upset with me or anything so that's again goes back to trusting myself but um, most of the writings on our website um, that I've done which is just a few are personal and then there was one where I um, listened to a meditation all night long that Shanna had suggested and I left I slept with a large piece of beautiful crystal quartz next to my bed and I woke up with this crazy instant message like I had to get it out and that was one of my writings on there about um, how we're all you know connected and so that's kind of like the blog part I will tell you that Shanna and I really even each other out she's amazing at the computer end side like just Thinking about you doing your podcast and everything on your own gives me anxiety. I'm so lucky that, that Shanna and I have all of these duties to share because it's a lot. It's a lot to learn, right? Yeah, well, yeah, it, brother, thank God. Well, yeah, thank God I, I do have him because him and I are opposite like that. Like, he's, um, he's a Libran. Uh, exterior so he's very much about the masses and being Virgo Virgos are very much about the hermit side of things and we're, we're actually very much bonding and encouraging the other I'm encouraging him to take the line you know that spotlight on himself mm -hmm. to help him fulfill his, his own soul and his sense of being here and he's really been such an encouragement with me reaching out and becoming part of the masses and becoming comfortable with that um, so yeah well it's just like you two having each other like it is it's a blessing to, to have that extra nudge and feeling loved and whenever we start putting our feet in against that that growth and that change it's like it's nice to have that other one kind of like <laughs> elbow you and like maybe kick you in the shin saying get your ass moving <laughs> Well, let me tell you, I don't know how it's working out with Shan and I, because we're both Tauruses. <laughs> but it is. But you know what? I'm going to tell you right now, Brianne, I think that Mandy and I have had, I say that our podcast has been its own journey in itself. We have grown so much and have learned so much just talking about this again, you know, bringing up and, and seeing how far we've come, learning new things. I mean, we have just, I, I think we're constantly shocked at the things that we are discovering through all this. This has been its own journey of learning. Perfect. Oh my gosh, it has. And it's been so fun too, because what we do is we, we don't ever really, we had a list at the beginning of topics we wanted to talk about and, you know, touch on and the ones that were most important to us, but the universe always puts it right in front of us. And we have this synchronicity where we'll both text each other and be like, um, did you just see this on like a couple of weeks ago? It was on like doppelgangers or something. And she, and I, we sent it at the same time and we're like, okay, well, well now we know we have to do an episode eventually on doppelgangers. <laughs> Um, it's just, it's just been, it's been so fun too. And you know, when your work isn't fun, that's when you know you're aligned. And when the universe is supporting you, I mean, the truck came to us out of nowhere. We envisioned it. We, we dreamt about it. We talked about it. We wrote about it. And then all of a sudden, what, like, what are the chances that it's here in Colorado and it's less than 20 minutes away and we show up and it has this beautiful writing on it. And the woman was just so sweet. And it's, you know, one of 
like everything about it is what we envisioned. It was literally what we had pictured. You open the doors and the inside of it, and we just knew. And you know, our truck and our podcast is not about making money. Of course, you know, does that help? Yes, but really, it's about connecting with people, and it's simple. That's it. We don't care if we touch or help one person, and we have. We love and the- every single person. Every single person that comes into our truck has been like literally a blessing. They come in, you connect with them, you are like making friends for life just by people coming in. I mean, we really truly have. Yeah, and just realizing, you know, that everyone has pain and, and encouraging them to take that pain and turn it into purpose. And, and the other thing is, I I was in a very dark place for a while where I was losing faith in humanity. I was like, what in the hell is happening in our world? It was when all the school shootings were going on. Um, I had personal things happening in my life that were taking me into this dark place where I didn't trust. You're not feeling that now? Oh, I am. And I have to hold my (laughs) Yes. And absolutely. And so the thing was, when we got get the truck and we go out into this community that the news is constantly talking so negative about. It was so beautiful to see how many amazing souls live around us here in Aurora. And and it was it was just so eye opening that, you know, what we see through our eyes on the media and the T V and the news you start to concentrate on that. Like Shanna always says, your attention you know, your energy goes or how do, I'm sorry, your attention goes where your energy flows. Not very true. Your energy goes where your attention flows. <laughs> yeah, I knew where she was going with it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And it was so it was so true. So once we put ourselves out there with this truck, it was like not we were getting what we were putting out, and it was it's just so beautiful. I miss it so much, you know. So that's what our truck is about. We we're about self promoting self love and community and oneness. Well, I love too that you guys also have hand like local handmade. Uh, items in your truck too to support those around you and um so I, I did love that too when I saw that again you know a lot of it is hand-picked Shanna even at one point her son is um autistic and she made um it was like a therapy dough like she was you know had her son in mind when she was making it or um you know we have free alcoholic anonymous books in there for, for people that are struggling with addiction like it's just very personal to us and like she said everything in there is got just some sort of meaning and part of our story and so that's kind of just the whole point of sense of soul and um where do we want to take it um hell we want to be on oprah's couch or sitting with eckhart tolle if we were going to shoot high on our dreams but reality is we're stoked and happy and blessed that we We've just been able to help one person. Well, that's always that's always where it begins, and then it always goes from there. So the openness is, is just keep your eyes on the stars and go for it. And you want to know it's funny, right? As I was sitting there saying that, I looked over and I'm hiding in my daughter's room because during COVID, I'm podcasting. Me from too. <laughs> and I looked over in the corner, and she must have just recently put this up on her window seal. But there's all these arrows on this. It's like a photo book, and it says, never stop exploring. Oh, perfect. It, it matches your, you know, you guys saying the the adventure begins. So, Well, I'll have to tell you, <laughs> our adventures haven't always been all around spirituality. No, Sometimes they used to be they're about running out of gas and, and trying to figure out how to open up a gas can for about 20 minutes. <laughs> 
Shannon, Shannon and I have always called our friendship an adventure because, our, like she said, our adventures a lot of the time back when we were asleep and all ego, we're spying on boyfriends, we're uh, throwing rocks up at windows to get people's attention, um, we're running out of gas because we were too lazy to go get gas. Um, oh, yeah, we've <laughs> I mean, I'm going into labor, you know, on her birthday, and, you know, she's got to take me to the hospital. I mean, every single thing I feel like we do is just like, whoa. Yeah. Well, it's definitely, it's a blessing, because I have, I have some soul sisters, definitely, from different parents, different parts of life that we came together, and it's just sort of like we just understand the other one without really talking. And yeah. at one time, there was a conversation between one of my girlfriends and I, and she said, you know, I'm just taking in and watching what you're, you're openly talking about and saying, and I'm just taking notes. I'm like, good for you. <laughs> good for you. You know, I love Go ahead, Shannon. I was just going to say, you know what, as you spiritually awaken and, you know, you start shutting off the world's conditions and it's just more soul than ego, you attract your tribe. Exactly. Yep. I agree. You really do. I mean, what a blessing that we, you know, that you reached out to us. Um, out of all of the people that have contacted us, yours had Shanna and I in tears. It was genuine. Oh my God. Totally cried. It was genuine. It was authentic. It, it just represented everything that we've ever hoped to put out into the world for someone. Uh, we, we loved how you shared how just the little signs, you must pay a lot of attention to signs and symbols and be very awakened to that because you shared about how the cup and the truck and all the little sayings just align. You know, do you see twos as well? Yes. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a firm okay. I'm a firm believer because astrology and numerology has been a, a good way for my analytical side to help grow deeper. Um, oh, that makes yeah. yeah yeah. That's why I laugh when yeah, you said we're both Tauruses, but yet you're different. And I'm like, that's, you guys probably have different uh, different zodiacs rolling certain aspects of you, but together you guys are firm as hell as what Tauruses would be. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, synchronicity, I think, was a real, once we, was a, it was, it still happened, but when it was first happening, we were like, holy shit, I cannot believe that. Now it happens, like, throughout the day, all day, but yep. now it's just really like, okay, thanks, it's that nudge or that validation, you're on the right track. Yes, it's like wow, when people yeah, when you're searching, the best, yeah, the best you could yeah, do is like awake. wake and help their eyes adjust to the fact that their answers are always right there. Yes. Yeah, you know, I recently have been seeing a lot of one eleven eleven, and mm -hmm. I, I don't know why it's something I'm gonna have to journal about, but I, I too have the ability of um, mediumship, and it's. I'm I'm not too sure why I'm always so afraid to tap into it and maybe make it a bigger part of my path and, and maybe a bigger part of my income as well. I don't know. We just had a guest on recently, Deb Shepard, who asked me that. And it's funny because um, every time I start thinking about it, the number comes up, the number comes up everywhere. And it's like, okay, okay. And when I sit with it, um, I really feel like that's what I'm being told. And so... What's your fear? So you have fear and doubt. Well, where does that come from? 
I don't know. I need to. I off. do. It doesn't come from your soul because your soul doesn't experience staring out. Yes. Yes. There you go. Done. <laughs> Done. Check. Get on with it. Track, Mandy. <laughs> yeah. Shannon's like, you've been seeing 11s and 1s and it's over that? Well, you should know. Just do it already. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yes. It, but yeah. I just kind of spot. I was like, oh, like, oh my God, I'm like, she's seeing 11th and over that. Yeah, they're pretty much telling her that's that's where she's going to grow. Yeah, trying to talk herself <laughs> out of it. And why? Because of fears and conditions of the world. And that's what it is. Yep. It is. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, that was honestly when one of the hard things is trying to find the terminology. Like when people would ask me, well, what what do you do? And to say mediumship felt like it was very limiting to me because I was more interested in our journeys more so than just sitting there and listening to the other side, um, which, you know, not taken away, like mediumship, they do, they give messages, we do give messages, hence the fact that, but I was like looking at, wanting to learn about the body, you know, our body, our avatar body and what we do with it, and so I was like, oh, I can't just call myself a medium, I can't call myself that, I, that'll just limit me, and then it, then it was like spiritual life coach, and I've had people go, is it a religious thing, or, and I'm going, and I feel like every, every two seconds I'm going, well, now what word can I use? <laughs> Yeah, right, but you know what? We used to be so very careful, and I bet you anything, if you look back at like our first episode to now, we used to be very careful. I mean, I remember saying, "Shit, we're gonna lose family members. This person ain't gonna talk to us no more. We're gonna lose friends if we if we go this far." Now I think we just kind of like vomit everything out, and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah, it's scary. It is scary, and you know, Shanna was uh, Shanna was my friend that knew like the entire Bible front to back and taught me a lot about. <laughs> well, I thought I did. I thought I did until yeah. I found out about the angels and aliens and all the books that were left out. But yeah, you know, um, when you go through an awakening, it really shakes your faith and everything that you've been taught. Now, I was raised in an atheist family. I was taught that, you know, Jesus was just this man that walked to earth and was really, really, he was a prophet and he was full of amazing wisdom and knowledge and enlightened. Um, but he was not the son of God. So that's kind of where yeah, I'm... I'm yeah, and I'm her, son, I'm her son's godmother. Okay, so here I am thinking... Ah, uh, shit. How am I going to break this to Mandy? <laughs> <laughs> I think one time you even sent over Connor a long time ago, like at the beginning of my journey, thinking, you know, maybe because he's more open. Of course, he's way, he, he awoken way before Mandy and I. <laughs> and she's thinking, okay, that's the godmother. She knows everything about the Bible. I'm going to send him over, her, him over there to get some spiritual advice from Shanna. She'll steer him the right way. He comes over. He's got me convinced that freaking Joseph was pissed off about Mary cheating on her. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the hell? He might be right. You did. You, you did. And you were like, Connor just brought up some really crazy, like. Yeah, valid points. <laughs> I'm like, where'd Joseph go? Oh, boy. Yeah. Shaking your face. Yeah, and no, I completely understand because, like, I, I was raised with Christian background, and um, it was one of the things where I just, 
I, I, I have a deep love for, for Jesus. He was a phenomenal mentor. He was non-judgmental. He was all about compassion, love, and understanding. Because he would say, you know, in the in the Bible they say, you know, it, you, those who have not sinned, you'll you know, be the first one basically to throw the, the stone, and nobody really could could do it. Um, yeah. But when it comes to, oh yeah, you know, trying to like talk to. Strong religious backgrounds, as opposed to the fact that, like, well, even in the Bible, it talks about the gifts of, of, of the Spirit, which they say words of knowledge. Depending on, you know, depending on how you look at, it, they also say you know, soothsayer and sorcerer and like is the devil, and then words of knowledge is God. Look at my intent, and yeah, then and try and find the term you too. want to go with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I definitely think Jesus is a master healer. Um, I think that's history. Yes. But, I mean, it is on the perception. In the beginning of my journey, one of the books that I read was, like, Thich Nhat Hanh, Finding Christ, Finding Buddha. Okay. Is that what it was called? Yeah. And that that is a very good book. I mean, I kind I love of... How Oprah, I love how Oprah put it. She's like, ain't no fruit salad if you just got one fruit in there. I take a little bit from every religion, and I put it in the bowl, and I make this beautiful colored fruit salad. <laughs> Actually, Thich Nhat Hanh said that. He said oh, but, that. Oh, yeah. It, it was. But for real, I mean, he read that book from a totally different place, you know, than what Americans are. And he was like, Jesus is Buddha. I love Jesus. He has pictures of Jesus on his walls. You know, it is a lot about perception and how you're taught and what people say that, you know, that aren't even in the Bible. It's just this belief that has been passed down. So, you know, a lot of things did shake my faith. That's for sure. I love it. I love having a conversation in this free and open with you guys. Because <laughs> they do. They have the same I qualities. I am kind of a more spiritual, closer connection with my creator and my angels than I ever had. So it's not that I'm not spiritual or close with a higher power. I'm closer than I ever had. Yes, very yeah. true. And, yeah. I'm just kind of being told that I need to mention this. I think another thing that's important that was a huge part of our journey was um, it, that I would, you know, challenge people to, to listen to and maybe do is their ancestry and their uh, maybe past life regressions. Those are just two seeds that I'm going to plant right now because that was a huge part of our journey, especially for Shan, well, for both of us. Because, you know, um, we've been known as the witches on wheels because we have stones. Like, people make jokes all the time, like, can I come over and go through your witchy, you know, truck? Because they think that um, with all of these holistic things and, um, you know, with the Reiki and energy and healing without, you know, today's pharmaceutical drugs, that we're some weird Salem witches. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you could see me right now, I have my hand raised going, Yes, I feel you. <laughs> well, and it's really sad because after researching that, because of Mandy's ancestry, because Mandy has grandparents that were in Salem and had died and been hung, you know, we ended up finding out that a lot of them weren't even witches. They were just healers and nurses and, and just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time and just got accused. Yeah, it all, it all it all went back to jealousy. Every story we found in Salem went back to women being jealous of the other woman and money and power. Just like, uh, yeah. unfortunately, a lot of things that we've been taught. And separation, you know? Oh, you don't believe what I believe, so you're a witch. 
I mean, which is the problem that we have right now. There's so many things that separate us and divide us. Very mm -hmm. true. Well, yeah, you know, that's a to whole topic in itself. I don't know about you girls, but for me personally, I've really had to continue to um, do different. Um, that's something I struggle with. Like, I have got to force myself on a daily lately to do different, and meaning that I've really had to start digging my fingers into my toolbox more than normal, my spiritual toolbox, because of the conditions of the world as empaths. It just was weighing, weighing, weighing super heavy on my soul. And so I think that's important right now that people really ask for help, connect with others, and reach into their toolboxes, you know, meditation, prayer, whatever works for you. It's, it's just a tough time in our world right now. Mm, yes, completely agree. I definitely agree on that. Yeah, for sure. I feel like awkward. I, I feel, yeah, well, it's like kind of awkward because I'm like thinking. I think in that moment, the three of us just kind of like put our heads together. <laughs> right, we're all thinking. Yeah, it was. Just, it's just one of the things where we just put our heads together and just feeling it. Like, uh, and I'm thinking, oh, and then like when I came back, I'm like, oh yeah, hi. <laughs> it was like a soul connection in that moment. I think. Yeah. Well, and you know what? The thing is, is that I could talk about this all day long because, you know what? It, it is kind of far in between. And, you know, we talked to someone yesterday who she said, she's like, gosh, it's just so nice to have someone to call up and say, hey, you know what? I think I saw a ghost yesterday. I mean, you can't really call and tell everybody that. So finding your soul, soul tribe throughout your journey I think is so important. It may not even be someone that you usually would hang out with, but you just have to be open and, you know, just try to put yourself out there to get to, to know people and that are like-minded. And there's so many things out there now, thank God, a lot more than when I was going through this. There's so many websites that are so cool, so many podcasts. I just thank you for starting another one. Oh. And I can't wait to see what you end up doing. Oh. Well, I'm I'm very grateful that you guys have been able to share an experience with me. And I just want to also, like, because... You got, we talked a little bit, and congratulations on your year anniversary of your podcasting. Um, Thank you. Mandy, yes. I also noticed, because of the fact that I, I did look into, like, your near-death experience, not to take you back to the, that time, but, the, you know, this is June. Um, today is during your near-death experience days. So I also want to, like, awesome. give you a big hug and, and uh, give you, send a bunch of blessings your way because of, you know, seven years of of continuing your journey and finding your truest self for, you know, to be, be a part of everyone else's journey too. And it's for inspiration. So I just want to take time well, to thank that. you. I appreciate it. Cause you're right around this time of year, I find myself um, really reflecting back on that and um, good and bad. You know, I still have some trauma that I deal with, but overall it has been such a blessing and I have a wonderful relationship with um, the fireman that saved me, whose father saved me the first time. And um, it's one of those things we talked about earlier, uh, you know, the lesson and the blessing. It was, it was um, hard to go through, but I am so incredibly grateful for it. And I will tell you that the one thing I can offer to 
everyone around the world is I've experienced death in actually three different ways. The first time with an outer body experience, the second time with leaving my body and crossing over to another side, and then a third time in a past life regression. And there is nothing to be afraid of. Um, I'm kind of desensitized when I go to funerals and when I hear about death because I'm so truly excited for the person that has, you know, transitioned over. Of course, it's sad for the physical and you want to see them and for us on earth we miss them but man death is a is a beautiful thing i completely agree because especially whenever you meditate and you connect with the other side you actually get to experience that peaceful deep sense of love and that's exactly what happens when we transition out of our our bound you know our bounded avatar bodies um Mm -hmm. but love how you say that yeah. yeah our avatar bodies isn't that the truth I'm still I'm still working on falling in love with the one I picked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's going to come with me getting more comfortable, uh, like I said, with the feminine side, putting a little rouge on the cheeks. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help when I'm showering with my five-year-old yesterday, and she, you know, is like, why do your boobs fall down so low? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, welcome to reality, kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... That's just because that's just how they are after three children. Why? 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 <laughs> so if you have kids, you'll find out. It's called the experience. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, my gosh. I love you that. You can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be interesting when my brother's gone <laughs> in editing. And I'll be like, well, then, welcome to... Uh, well, we oh, and this. we behaved ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I must, we said behave ourselves. <laughs> I must say, like in my email, I told you my brother was like, he was just feeling something and he kept nudging me. And I, I told you guys, I had this this reservation. Like, I just, I don't know. And usually when that happens, I'm telling you, that's the deepest connections and the greatest learning. So um, I'll be like, Will, you can thank yourself on that one. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much for having us on your podcast. Um, It was an honor. Well, absolutely. Do you know that you? uh, Well, you might have to edit this too, but I'm going to say you popped. You popped our. Our podcast guest Cherry, because you're the first one to actually have us on. Oh (laughs) well, congratulations to all of us on that one. On our year, on our year, how weird is that? I, well, special. you know what's going to happen is I'm going to just be like, you guys have to listen to this you know, episode, blah, 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 because you're going to find out how your universal team, I keep telling everybody, your universal team is always where it needs to be, when it needs to be there. It never fails you. So that, that's, Never, ever. Nothing's coincidence. What, what a great way to celebrate yeah, your isn't year. Yeah, is funny? Yeah. And you're, just, and you're just starting, and we just are just, you know supporting you right along and it's you lo- I love that you see how the universe works it's just like you got to pay attention because it's just amazing absolutely mm-hmm. I, I feel like I could talk to you girls like all day for like a week and just sit there with some wine and let- <laughs> I feel the same way we actually interviewed a guest the other day who was probably one of the funniest humans yeah. I've ever met on earth her name is yeah, she was from Scotland. And um, I said the same thing. I was like, I just want to grab you and her and Shanna yeah. and, and all go it. on a weekend retreat or somewhere. 
<laughs> well, there, there's an idea for you. Start, start dotting down, uh, jotting down names and going, you know what? We're inspired. Like, I'm going to throw it out there. How are you feeling? You want to come join us? <laughs> right, right. Shoot, I don't care where it's at. It could be in a field with some teepees, and I'm, I'll be happy with just everyone's energy. <laughs> Perfect. Shit, not at night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shanna's afraid of raccoons, so we can't do nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my yes. gosh, I love it. What is the best way that people can find you and connect with you? What's your your websites and your you know your social medias where people could go and they can just click it in there and, and see more and co- connect more with you? Yeah, well, we have a website. It is www.mysenseofsoul. That's S-E-N-S-E of soul, S-O-U-L, dot com. And you can search our podcast, Sense of Soul Podcast. And we have a new online store, so everything that we sell in our truck is now also available to everyone in the United States anyways right now. We're not international yet. But, yeah, so please check us out. Check out our new store. Yep, we're also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Oh, yeah. Since the Soul um, is on Twitter, um, our name is actually Since the Soul One, and Facebook we have a page as well. Um, Shannon, can you think of anything else? If you go on our if you go on our main website, you can always find where our truck is parked. Um, hopefully, with um, COVID, we can get back into the community soon. So we have a map on there that shows where we are. You can find our podcast from our website. Our website, you can basically find us on all social media from there too. Perfect. Yeah, and we we are in Colorado, and we do offer meditation classes, but we've not had any since COVID. But we can't wait to start that back up. Mhm. I miss it. If and when, I'm not saying. Never, but I can't wait. But when, I'll tell you when I'm in Colorado, I'm definitely going to look you two up. <laughs> Please do. Please Yeah, you better. Absolutely. Colorado is a beautiful place. You actually are, are you in Pennsylvania? Yes. Oh. I've never been there. I would love to come visit. And, and we just interviewed um, David Schwerin with, um, he's in Pennsylvania, the author of Know Your Soul. Okay. It seems like we've got a lot of people from that area that are spiritual. I, I, I mean, almost all of our guests are from the East Coast. Um, I know. And when I did my ancestry, uh, looked into my ancestral lineage, uh, I had a lot of Pennsylvania popping up, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. So I feel oh, like perfect. I'm being drawn. Yeah. Because Mandy's entire family was like the Mayflower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Little pilgrims. <laughs> bunch of freaking pilgrims. <laughs> yep. Hey, I'd rather be a pilgrim than some of those other ones. So what are your last words of wisdom to the, to the, the audience and universe out there? I would just say, um, you know, um, life is a journey. And we all have a purpose. We all have a purpose. And we're all unique. And we were specifically made this way. And just to really get to know yourself inside out and, you know, start with self-love. You know, it's a journey. Each each part of yourself and getting to know yourself is a journey. It never ends. We're completely in a soul evolution. And I would just say, you know, just start your journey to find your purpose. Perfect. 
How about you, Mandy? Yeah. Any? Right when you asked that, I went to the place of self-love, too. You know, just reminding yourself, give yourself grace. Be gentle to yourself. Get to know your soul. Get to know the difference between ego and soul. And really, you know, we we always forget to fall in love with ourselves first before we fall in love with other people. You know, and so, that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at look inward, not outward. That's where the real solutions lie. And grace. Uh, you know, I don't know why, but grace just keeps coming to me right now. And in this time with uncertainty in our world, I would probably leave the listeners with um, protection. You know, put that, we call it an unfuckable bubble. Put that bubble around yourself right now. I love it. And, yeah, you know, hug yourself through this. This too shall pass. Um, yeah, and also just, awareness. Awareness, I think, everything, like, everything we do always comes down to awareness. Just being present. You know, people live so much in the past and so far ahead. You know, if we just be present of what we can control, what we can change, you know, is really only with us. And so just being present with that. Very true. Yeah, my mother, my mother said something to me that always resonated and helped me completely um, shift my self-love and that was that my the past did not does not define me and right now in this moment I can say that I love myself and I'm grateful for my past I'm grateful for everything and today I've learned to just be grateful in this moment like Shanna said bringing awareness to the moment you're in absolutely beautiful grace being in your moment appreciating your past I love it mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, we love you. Oh my gosh, I fluffy heart you too, and I'm telling you, if I didn't oh, have, if I just didn't have this phone, I'd be like coming in like a genie and giving you two fluffy hugs. Yeah, I'd be like <laughs> screw six feet apart. Give me a hug, girl. Oh, amen. <laughs> so you're saying there's hope for me. Yes, it was so great to talk to you. Thank you so much again for having us on. Oh, thank you for being here. Thank you so very much, Mandy and Shanna of Sense of Soul, for joining us today and opening up about your journey thus far. I appreciate that, as well as talking about your business and, and your intentions and what you want to do in blessing others. Also, I want to take the moment to thank our audience. I consider you the Beyond Grounded family, and I'm just glad that I get these moments to kind of connect and bond with you as well. If you want to do further connecting, reach out to us and look into our Facebook and Instagram at Beyond Grounded. If you're ready to be someone who wants to understand more about their soul and the avatar body it chose and where your soul is actually wanting to go and what it came through, by all means, reach out for a consult. You'll, you can easily get a hold of me at Brianne at beyondgrounded.com and I'll quickly get back to you and get that consult scheduled. On that note, thank you so very much, everybody, and I will talk to you all very soon. I'm looking forward to my next bonding moment with y'all. Much love and many blessings. Talk to you later. Bye.